We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What is up, insomniacs? Welcome to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. Christ. Connor. Connor, not now. Connor, not now. Not now, bitch. We talk about MMA submission later. But we did come right off of a UFC watch party. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Over a thousand people reached. Yes. Holy shit. If you don't know about our podcast, you're one of a thousand of people who don't. Literally. It was extremely fun. Holy I had crap. A good time. The fights were surprising. <laughs> they were. They were jarring. They were fucking jarring. I think, like I think, uh, the stats are actually posted online. Five fights on the main card. Yeah, and they were four all... favorites lost. Oh, it's fucking unbelievable! It is absolutely insane. It was a great night, and, and I don't know if we can. I try to work out. Maybe we should work in some. We'll eventually get to the point where we can live broadcast actual mm-hmm. shows like this, yeah. and I think that would be really good too. Or even if we did our, where we do our. Um, Gorilla in for uh, Periscope and for also for Facebook. I would love to start doing that if we can actually do those with our phones like we did for our watch party. Maybe for some live shows. That would be awesome. Cameron's like, holy shit. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, we should try doing that because my thing is we're eventually posting everything on Facebook and ev- and we're going to work on how to do it on Twitch also. But Facebook – YouTube will eventually be live. We do not have the funds to do that now, but we will do face. We will do. We can do Facebook Live. We've done it before. Periscope on Twitter, and then that's. It was fun. I really fucking enjoyed it. But it was unbelievable. The main, the first topic I have for the, the day. The first topic he's going to try and. It just reminded me of just it. Screw with me totally, guys. Because comma comma cat. Is this? Oh, here it's we this go. Co- it's basically like a quasi Comic Con for cosplayers yeah, in Japan. Absolutely. And it got me thinking about superheroes because cosplay, it's a very interesting thing, right? I think I used to be too soft on cosplayers. If we look back at the, our old archive of episodes, yeah, I would say let them fucking be. Yeah, I'm like, let, dress up as a superhero. And they want to rub furries together, let them rub them. But then I started watching a show. Uh, I was watching the sci fi show yeah. Face Off. No, and, and a, after, after Face, Face Off, Off, yes, there's another show. There's Cosplay Showdown or something like Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. And, dude, the people who are cosplayers, they were doing these interviews. These people are insane. They're all insane. Yeah, but They you, were doing interviews and it was like, well, yeah, but, um, my mom completely supports me making Yeah, but they're cosplays. not always the demographic you're going for. Because you got to understand, there's a lot of people that cosplay aren't those people. I'm just saying, the cosplay, a I lot mean, of fedoras, a lot of set. Oh, you're talking about the show does not get the primo cosplayers. No, not that it doesn't They're get the primo. The basement I, think, I think it gets some of the basement and some of the fringe. I wouldn't even say basement. Let's call them fringe. Because I work with people... Uh, I'm a little older. I work with people, some of their kids. Now, when I mean kids, they're 20s, 28. And these are people that work uh, in sales jobs, offices, banks. And these people love to fucking make costumes. And they're not the fringe people with the fedoras you're talking about yeah. are on the side. A lot of guys unironically wearing vests. It's not a good Vest, look. No. Oh, holy Very shit. Very few people, like maybe Tom Hardy. 
uh, okay, Tom Hardy because can it's pull like, up a vest like Peaky Blinders. Tom Hardy. That's what I'm talking about. Most guys can't do the vest. No, can't do. Uh, fighters. Most fighters can do a vest. They're talking about you know twenty five hundred dollars suits, but the dude doing cosplay with uh, Grandpa Hot and the strange stash, you know, maybe with the curly edges. Oh, one yeah. of those dudes. No, that shouldn't happen. Yeah. yeah, usually he's like an exotic barista in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, it's, he's having some long freaking weekends. But there is a, an opinion around a lot of people on superheroes oh. that some people are needlessly obsessed. Now you, there's Wait a difference. Wait a minute. Now needlessly. there's a difference. There's a difference between being a fan of superheroes, okay. and completely wholesale buying into the dogma of comics. And my question is. Is you there, mean like a Bible buy-in? Should there be an outgrowing phase? Now, we, I'm talking about like... Wow, you're hurting me here. You saw on Key and Peele, right? Wendell, oh, Wendell calls about the Superman bed. Yeah, it's awesome. And the guy's that on the phone. That is like one of the best skits. <laughs> Wendell is actually your brother's favorite fucking character oh, yeah. on Key and Peele. Key and Peele, yeah. But um, Wendell calls about the Superman bed, and the guy's like, Oh, how old is your son? Yeah. <laughs> Buying it. Yeah. But it's meanwhile, Wendell's actually laying in the bed. Yeah. While he's calling. He needs a replacement. He needs a replacement. Popped it. But my thing is he he is playing an older dude in those yeah. clips. Oh yeah. And it's a great sketch. I think there is a certain amount of truth to the fact that like you can't live by the comics, die by the comics, completely live superheroes forever. <sighs> I think I you can't know. Peter Pan it. Do you think you can Peter Pan it? You can do a pretty good job of it. But you look at, like, guys. One of the guys that I truly love, and the only reason we started podcasting, because we've been talking about podcasting for what? Three years? Uh-huh. Okay, we've done it. Have we had our anniversary show? We're going to have probably have to have an anniversary show. It's yeah. almost a year. I think this was the month we started in. Actually, a year ago, we were sitting around for two years. You guys actually started this. You're like, we got a podcast. We got a podcast. Mm. If you one of our original 42 viewers we now have on YouTube, our original shit was audio. And then Mason and Cameron were like, we got to do this video or it's not going to fucking work. And we started off doing that and then buying in and it was – I said, why not? And why not? It's not for me. That's from Kevin Smith. But and Kevin he's Smith, the fucking comic book fucking guy. Kevin Smith is not uh, strictly a consumer, though. He's a creator. That's the argument that I would make. Oh. He creates comics. He's written books. He's uh, directed. That's a great point. He's directed episodes of superhero shows. So, so wait a minute. Only if you've written, directed, filmed, starred in, that only gives you the right to do it forever. No, but it makes it – it's your job. Your job is to provide it to the audiences. And I think that's different than <sighs> me completely getting wrapped up in a character forever. And I thought about that recently because I was, I, was I was critiquing some Batman movies recently. Okay. And, uh, and my friends were like, whoa, dude, you, you're being really harsh on Batman. And I'm like, well – even if you really like something, you should be able to say that some parts if of it, it are sucks, bad. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. And but but with comic books, especially, there's this dogma around you pick your favorite superhero and you defend them to the fucking grave, and it's and f- because of that, when you when you back, it's like backing a football team. Now I'm a huge Bear fan. Yeah, they went through a good ten years. After that, they suck. Moosecock. Okay, <laughs> just awful. All right. And you, my friend, 
have liked some bad teams too. What's your favorite football team? Oh, the Jets. Okay. It's painful. It's painful. Yeah. We've both been there. Unfortunately, I've had the good 10 years with a Super Bowl. The Jet fans uh, never have. We've it's even, like, we've even had Jet season tickets. That's before you were even yeah. old enough to actually realize it. We actually lived. We were from from Jersey. We, we actually, my wife's father sold us his Jet tickets. I later when we moved to where we are now, I've given him given him to uh, her brother, my brother in law Joel, and he has some. I don't even know if he has Jet tickets anymore. He might not. Very fucking expensive. It's a great thing to go to the games. Huge Jet fans for a long time. My yeah. my heart and soul has always been with the Bears. If you're if you're a Jets fan, it's it's like during the football season, yeah. you have a weekly S and M meetup yeah. where you just get it's, fucking. It's hard. You just get fucking whipped. Especially like when I hear your your uncle still like he's at work. I work occasionally with him. I see him at work, and then you should hear him. Who do you think we're gonna? How do you think we're gonna do this year? And I don't even. I mean, I still occasionally will watch football if it's on. I'm more of an MMA guy, an MMA UFC guy now. You guys got me involved in that, and um, it's painful. Just, just having flashback memories to the, to the, uh, you know, oh, are they drafting? Oh, who are they gonna sign? And then, oh, and then 16 game season. And what if you go three and one? Yeah. And you're like, we're three and one. Holy shit, we're. Then well, they no, dropped they, seven fucking. They games. were doing they were doing um, research on preseason. Okay. And teams that have winning records in the preseason oh, shit the bed in oh, the regular season. Oh, well, we're not gonna go down that. But we'll go back to what you were saying about originally with football teams. It's a different thing, and and back with the superheroes and and all that. And I took you off topic, and I'm sorry about that. Because you were equating uh, superheroes living and dying with them as as far as yeah, I don't, Super Bowl team. Well, not Super I don't teams. think I don't think that you should like them forever. Yeah, not like you can like superheroes forever. Just don't wake up and slide on Batman undies and brush your teeth with. Uh, Fuck, man, you hurt me because you know what I do when I roll out of bed in the morning. What I put on a Flash episode. That's that's different. You're watching a show. Yeah, but it's not like you're. I don't have underoos. No. Yeah, you're not. That's on a, a terrible flash image you just gave the audience of me in flash undies. But it, I feel like a lot of the times, <laughs> especially now, where people start watching certain things and they live or die by them. Like you try to critiquing a show like Game of Thrones, people will come up out of the woodwork saying you don't know what you're talking about. It's an amazing show. Everything's perfect. No, and I don't think it's not perfect. parts of things you can critique them without completely shitting on something or saying it's terrible. Yeah, you, 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 by you making a comment on something, how uh, you feel about something, that's what I love about opinions. Okay, the problem with opinions and, and the way things work for me. Uh, you know, the dark Satan himself known as Rotten Tomatoes actually will try and scape the entire area of a movie and shit on something. You've always claimed that Rotten Tomatoes has this. Born of Satan's spawn. Okay. I'll say it. Jesus I, Christ. fucking have such a problem no, with that. No, you, you say that they are, have all these nefarious. They have a fucking agenda. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, everyone has an agenda. That's, yeah, that's what but I would my say. agendas don't don't mold re- jobs, capitalism, uh, and, and uh, how a fucking movie is uh, going to be seen. In rebuttal, I would okay. say that everyone has an agenda. But everybody does. Rotten Tomatoes, they have business interests. And if they're connected to certain movies. Rotten Tomatoes, a.k.a. Spawn C. No, because a lot of the time they get things, by and large, pretty right when I see some movies. <sighs> and I'll watch it. 
Um, and I'll be like, you know what? I think they got like most of the time, like that rating is right. Really? Yeah. But you, when they come out and they just shit all over something, I mean, you've never seen that. Oh yeah, I've seen okay. That. So then that's what I'm talking about. But it's not Rotten Tomatoes. Uh yeah, if, that's what it, Rotten well, Tomatoes says. See, it's it, when being the, the social media person that I am, when you and, and on Rotten Tomatoes, I mean. Uh, unfortunately, I review some of the stuff they talk about. It's it's on our feed, so I have to look at it. And my thing is, is I just they piss me off. When you aggregate, uh, aggregate other reviews and reviewers, right? You're not necessarily reviewing the movie as so much as okay. the, the tomato meter is collecting. Are you going to explain to me how it works again? It's collecting reviews. Okay, you can explain to me again because I already fucking know. He's doing it for you. If guys. they're po- if they're all positive, then right. you have a hundred percent. Absolutely. All negative, you have a zero percent. Absolutely. But what's the problem when you start going? Oh, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to take this. Oh, let me finish. I'll let you finish. Okay. I take this one. I take this one. No, that one is a good review. I don't want that for that movie. I'll take this one. I'll take this. One. Oh, oh, Jeremy, you shit on that. Thank you very that much. Was that. No, 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 no. Okay. And then I'm going to do this. It's called skew. Viewing your statistical results. Okay, but the thing is, that was you're, t- you're referring to the article that kind of exposed them a little bit with that. But yeah. they did it for two movies to which they really? their parent company and they would never do it again. Well, I think Satan would never do it again. It's like any news source. You got to keep both eyes open and check for bias. Well, yes, but the problem again is. But I don't think that Rotten Tomatoes is this Bilderberg-esque. We must stop this success. Uh, yes, they independent are. They, they are. They like are. Bane is sitting Bane, in a thank chair. Thank you. That's the name I was. <laughs> I can't do the voice. That's oh, what I wanted man, to do. I want to do. I want to do a Bane, but I just can't. I'm not good at it. We must but, stop the movies. There we go. <laughs> thank you. Because there's a show out right now called. Uh, Insatiable on Netflix. It just Insatiable. dropped. Insatiable. Yeah. What is it about? It's about a, a girl, and I haven't seen it yet. This is just off the. And I'm gonna watch it just to spite these fuckers, because I I hate when they do this. Just to spite them. Just to spite them. Spite watching. I'm I, I'm gonna watch it just to give them a fucking rating point, because they came off and said, well, it's about a girl who lost seven. She was shit on by everybody oh, I when saw she was this. fat, and then she lost seventy pounds. Well, and now she's dumping back and she's and getting she's revenge. Cool. Yeah. Now she's cool and and. She She's all the hot guys who shit on before and all the hot girls. Uh, now they're friends with her and now she's getting yeah. revenge on them. And, and now they're going, well, this is a bad thing. Bad, bad. And, well, you have and, to be in two camps. Okay. People that protect people's feelings or people that exist in reality. Yeah, thank you. Because guess if, what? If it's fucking reality. Guess what? Guess what? Hey, guess what? Right. If you're fat. High school probably wasn't good for you. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't good. Hey. For especially the first two years of high and school. Hey. And guess what? I'm a fat guy now. And, and guess what? Grade school, kindergarten, middle school, and, and guess all what? sucked ass until I was what? fucking junior if senior. If you're hot, you it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It was the best time of your life. Yeah, you'll be going to the reunion. Ten out of ten would do again. Absolutely. So, yeah. Thank you. And, and guess how many? Guess how many high school reunions but I've been to? Guess what? How many. What guess the show many. basically is doing? None. I think the claim that a lot of critics were making okay. was that the show literally does show people who are overweight as like sub. It's it's. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's the here's uh, the argument. Oh, this right? is great. Keep going. No, keep it's, going. It's difficult because I could do fucking an hour on this easy. Go it's ahead. difficult because of being overweight is not something you should strive for, and it's not a status that I think should be like being what regarded. I missed, I missed what you said. Being overweight is uh, being overweight is something you shouldn't strive for. What's it called? 
Overweight? Hello? No, you said something else. Aurori? What's that? Being overweight oh, okay. is a status okay. that you should not strive for. Right. But it's also a status that you shouldn't be comfortable with. So Yes, I agree with and that. And that's what the show's trying to point out. But it, when they did it, they did it kind of heavy handed and it caused a lot of people who were overweight to be offended and be like, Oh, you're portraying us as something that's sub at least not subhuman, okay. but sub good. Not good. Okay. Right. Like these people are just not good people, and I think you that mean the people who shit on the fat people, or uh, the pe- fat people who lose weight and then get no, revenge? the fat people who feel d- like they're being told they are less than. Oh, okay. And the thing is, it's a kind of a thin line you tell, right? Because you have to pr- okay. either protect people's feelings, okay, or or speak the reality of the situation, which is which is just how it goes, especially fat chicks. We, me and my, oh, wait, me and wait, my wait, friends wait, wait. have discussed can, this. Can, wait, that is a class of woman that gets extra. It's extra tough. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, so can yeah. I talk about this now? Can I, I, I? You had a little bit on it? Yeah, okay. I'll kick the ball over. Kick the ball Be over. Be gentle, I would say. Uh, I, well, I'll do the best I can. Being a large individual yes. most of my life. Yes. All the way through, I can remember. Ooh, you're going to say something that's very strong. I oh, uh, you, you feel it? All right. Being a, a guy named by his parents, love you, mom and dad. Yeah. Loved you. I got really close to the microphone. Yep. There. Love you, mom and dad. Thank you for naming me Matt and then giving me, oh. giving me the extra portions of cake that made me fat. Okay. So fat Matt was a great, great thing. And then they called me Matt Rat Trap. Fat Matt. And it was great. Jesus oh, it Christ. was a fucking cruel childhood. And then here's the best part about it, okay? Not only are you are, – and this is before social media. So they brutalized you to your face. Yeah. Okay. So here's the best part of it. Uh, yeah, it's brutal being heavy your entire life. It's brutal being fucking picked on. Uh, it changes, alters your, your perception of reality. And, and here's the kicker, folks. Uh, for me, I'm not talking about anyone. Else. It makes you fucking. People treat you like you're invisible. They treat you like. But uh, 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 uh. they treat you as a subhuman. They treat you as an, an as an invisible person. And unless you do two things, you have the ability, like Chris Farley, to make the fucking world laugh at you, with you, next to you, and over you. Yeah. And then you have to die of an overdose because you, you've shamed everything inside of you. Or you have to change who you are and the perception of yourself and you have to fight back, not physically or anything else, and conquer everything that is and make a name and make yourself a person that's seen or you're fucked. Counterpoint. Uh, boy, that was quick. You can cha- you. you can change. You can change. That's the thing. It's not, people, no, no. People and that's what like, you have to do. No, people no, act I like, totally agree um, with you. You have to change. People you act like it's an affliction like, oh, like saying you have scoliosis where it's like you can't change certain things. If you have a disease, <sighs> yes. but people can stop being fat. Yes, they can. Immediate, like not immediately. It's so it's hard. I'm it's hard. Fine. I've I'm been all the way down to I'm being completely thin, fine. and then I've been. I'm completely I've been heavier than I am now, I'm com- and now I'm trying to get back down again. Right, hello, I'm, God, com- I'm completely fine with people making fun of people who are overweight. A hundred percent. Am I completely fine? Because with it? it's uh, not. No, I'm not completely because, fine with okay, it. You're I'm not, not okay. Thank oh, you for I, letting I, me finish. I appreciate I'm it. I'm not fine with them doing it to little kids. Okay. Okay, maybe little kids because the it's parent, fucking parents can control what their kids intake. So 
That is a factor for sure. Absolutely. It, it doesn't wholly fall What you child. feed the kids. No, but it's not. as soon it's as not. you hit like your teens, it's like, okay, bro, fair game. Fair game. No softballs once you hit it's, like. It's not no even. No softballs what, when what you hit 15. What year did you say? 15? No, before that. Yeah, 13. At 13, you can push the plate away. And, uh, yeah. And, I played Pop Warner football, and this is going back. And um, uh, I don't know. What was it, 11 or 12? And you had to weigh in. Yeah. So you, you had to start edging things back. And I had a hard time doing it. I couldn't do it. But and I had to drop out of Pop Warner football. I'm saying uh, what I was just trying to say is I think it's completely fair game to make fun of people for it, though. So is that's it why really I, fair game, It is man. fair game. The same I, way you can make fun of people for – It's one of the few things – Vices, overindulgences, and other areas. Yeah, but can you buy – See, here's my only my only thing, and you know what I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say it, and I said it before, okay? Um, can you buy? You can. I can literally walk out my door and and buy a fucking cookie anywhere. But you could also stay inside and not buy the cookie. Yeah, that's why I always think temptation it's, is everywhere. That's the only. Yeah, that's the only thing I will give people who are overweight. That's the and and me myself. You can literally. You can literally get something that will fuck you up anywhere. Well, yeah, that's why a, 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 like a, a huge percentage I, of people are. I, I, well, I, but at the same time, I feel like uh, yeah, they treat you as you're. No, people treat you no, as you. If you're overweight, people treat you as you are an invisible thing, person. No, and that's just my perspective. Here's they the, do. No, here's the thing. I've only, had fuckers walk no, right by okay, me and I say okay, good morning and they uh, ignore hello? you. Go ahead. Okay, here's the only thing I'll give people that. Are overweight and are hurt about it. Hurt? Yeah, here's what I'll Get give you. Get a fucking thick skin. Uh, what, what was I saying? You made me fucking forget. I know. I fucking you, do it all the time. Because here's the thing. I speak for five seconds and you interject. <sighs> I would say that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you now? Would you say? I'll go right back and say it. I think people treat you as you, you're an invisible fucking person. No. When you're overweight, they'll look past you. They won't say hello. Yeah, They're not this cordial is what to I'll you. Give. This is the thing that I'll give overweight people. Overweight people, their problem is shown to everyone immediately as soon as you see them. Whereas other people... Ten can, seconds. Wait, okay, you're not letting me finish I'm again. Sorry. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. So you see a fat person, you know automatically what their problem is. Okay. Where you can look at a guy with an alcohol addiction and you don't immediately know. Coke, no. That is the only... Heroin, That is the not. thing that I'll give overweight people that is... It's not necessarily no fair it because no. their problem is shown all the time. Whereas other people can hide Absolutely. their darker addictions yeah. that they succumb to. That's that's the credence I'll give to them. But at the same time, the show Insatiable, I think it's just making fun of the fact that... I am, we, I, I'll preface it again with, I have not seen it yet. I saw the trailer. It's I a, saw the trailer. It's a little tone deaf. But at the same time, it's funny because who wouldn't want to... If you were unpopular in high school, automatically be popular. And if you're a, a fat chick in high school, or a fat guy, just don't say fat chick. That annoys well, no, me because it's double bad. It's double people double treat you worse. All right, you I'm know, only gonna. You know, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know how to put this without offending people. That's the problem. I don't uh -oh. know how to do this. Yeah, uh -oh. I don't know how to do this without. Well, get it out. All right, uh, and then I can just an overweight woman can always get a date. Nah. You know what? 
I disagree. I think no, no, you're not letting me finish, okay? okay? An overweight girl can always get a date. Very serious over- about this one. I am because an overweight guy, it's twice as hard. Really? I do believe it. I completely – Really? So you think if you're a- an overweight guy, you can get a girl to go out with you no matter what? Yeah. Well, well no, of course – with with body type, everyone has preferences, and if you have an undesirable body type, a, a percentage it. is cut off. But I think uh, overweight men have a much easier job getting women than overweight women have getting so. normal dudes. Yes, one hundred. So. In my experience, and what I've seen is that it's very well, tough. I'm glad things have changed. I was lucky; I found someone who loved me. Oh so god, I was. Holy shit. I'm, I'm saying, being honest. I'm it saying was, it's for, fucking tough. For overweight chicks, it's much harder. In your opinion, you don't know you're not an overweight chick. In your I life. would say, yeah, it is. Uh, I, I feel bad because for the any pool, individual. the pool of guys you date, gets shrunk, like shrunken massively. You don't think it's the same thing for dudes? Uh, not, not nearly as much. Not nearly as much. Uh, things have changed. Well, no. I just think really? that, oh, so you know what it was in the fucking eighties? Yeah, I really? think that really? women are more personality driven. You weren't even a glint in somebody's eye then. Yeah. So who the fuck are you kidding? I think that women are more personality driven. Have always been. <laughs> I don't know. Any hooser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just screw that yeah, all. I was gonna say day. I'm just gonna lay out the case. But yep. insatiable, Sweet. check it out. Ron Tomatoes may have gotten it right though. I have not seen it. I have not seen it. And so why would you watch it just to fuck just overrun? to spite Satan? It's not Satan though. It is. Well, yes, they are. At worst, it's like <laughs> let me pick this review. At worst, it's like review. the god of let mischief. Pick, let me pick this review. Pick this. Review. Here's the thing: if if everyone who is biased based on their economic interests is Satan, then a lot of people. Wait are a minute. Satan. Wait a minute. It's not only. All right. Let me. Go. Especially. I, I will say this again. It's not only. A, they don't have a financial agenda. They just seem to have an. They do over, have a financial. Agenda. You're not letting me finish. They have an overwhelming agenda. Sometimes it's it's they are setting a tone, uh, a, a a a social Maybe tone, commentary, a yeah. commentary tone, and then the next time I feels like they're setting, like insatiable. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's a commentary thing. You know who the fuck are they? They're against fat shaming. Is that what you're saying? <sighs> And that's why they I haven't seen critics it. Or I critical. haven't seen it yet. I can't. Okay. All I know is I've read their their take on it on their social media page, and they took a huge, wild, crazy dump all over it. Well, we talked about this, and, and they did. They do it, and they, and I they don't affect like affect views on it. I we talked about this. I don't like journalists, and I don't like critics that love to shit on things. That's why I don't like Stephen A. Smith. Because oh, yeah, you don't like he goes Smith. out of his way to so say, does skip his to old say, partner the same yeah, thing. To say I don't like that whole to fucking say pernicious thing. and rude things just to get about athletes, yeah. just to get highlights. And you want to know what it goes back to? It's because Stephen A. was a kid trying out for the basketball oh, team. Oh yeah, and he skip was Bell's cut singing. from the junior Absolutely. team. And then he tried to do dodgeball, and he was picked last. And then got pegged by Chad. Everybody. And then he was like, "You know what? One day I'm gonna get older, and I'm gonna shit all over you, Chad, yeah. when you're <laughs> riding the bench for the for the Pistons, yeah. which is a fucking no, NBA team." And I feel like it's he did, true. And it's I true. feel like a lot of these, especially critics, 
of sports and film. Don't give credence to how much work it how takes. How hard it is. How hard it is. How fucking hard it is. It's the same thing when I watch Stephen A. rip into these guys. I'm like, do you realize he's pulling 16-hour days in the gym, going back, yeah. watching film, yeah. reviewing things, working, and you yep. take all of that and you just go, he sucks. They should cut him. Yeah, no shit. He yeah. sucks. They should cut him. And I'm like, you could say, I don't think he's good enough to make the starting roster. No, yeah. You could say that. But no, you chose to say he sucks. He's a he's a drag on the team. They should cut him. They should just cut him. Yeah, and you don't know how hard that guy had to work, or or girl, just to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. And no, I no, feel I like totally all agree. the time pe- they call these guys prima donnas. They call, and I'm like, really? If you look into a lot of these athletes' backgrounds, they worked in crazy conditions yeah. growing up. No, no, it's true. Came out. It's true. And it, it it's just crazy to me when Stephen A. does stuff like that, and no, we're starting it, to it, see waves of that in MMA now. Well, we're starting to see waves of that in film too. Film too, and, and here's the crazy part for me: it's easier, and statistically, it's true to get struck by lightning in it than it is to be uh, a star athlete or an athlete on a, on some professional teams or get a contract in the UFC. I mean, how many guys are six hundred? They were saying yeah. totally signed out of the entire. No, no, no. Now we're talking United States, the ladies world. gentlemen, the fucking world. Okay, what are we talking about? Seven billion people on the goddamn fucking planet? No, no, true, but yes, am I wrong? All right, do those fucking calculations, folks. 600 divided by seven fucking billion. And you tell me if it's easier to get struck by lightning. It is. That's the fucking fact. But people shit on those fighters all day. And you you can be critical of a show and not think it's good. Without just going, whoever made this needs to lose their yes. job. They're so see, that's the perfect point. We talked about that. that um, there you go. I was talking about that during the watch party. I think one of the main things I failed to do in the watch party was that when I disagreed with you, instead of explaining why I disagreed with you, you shut down. And where I disagreed yeah, with you, mad at me. since Mighty Mouse lost, I just went into total bitch fit mode. <laughs> and, and I feel okay. like, and I feel like critics are doing that. People yes. are doing that. Um, well, because they don't like they don't like the topic. Yeah, they'll shit on it without even taking the time to watch it or giving it a fucking chance. All right, and that's my problem. Just don't shit on something for the sake of shitting on it because you have a personal agenda on it. It's like foodies, dude. Foodies. I feel like half of like foodie culture is just being snobs. Because, oh, yeah. because sometimes they eat it and that it should taste bad. But they're like the the richness of the squid with the mustard sauce and it plays in my mouth. And I'm like, that sounds disgusting, my man. <laughs> I know you're just doing it because it sounds hoity-toity. I know, I know, I know. Like, that's why I like guys um, like Action Bronson has that show, Fuck That's Delicious. Oh, no, I didn't even know this. Oh, yeah. Action Bronson's the Brooklyn rapper. Okay. Or the Queens rapper I no, talked I, about. Yeah, no, I know. White didn't guy know. with the beard. I think. I don't know. Well, I like his show because it's not about showing, like, the higher life. Elevated cuisine, like that ugly, ugly, oh, delicious uh, ugly, show. Yeah, ugly, Netflix, delicious, where they went where to it's food very, trucks. It's and, very snobbery. The guy's well, like, the, the one dude pizza is, can open up a conversation globally. Yeah, yeah, and Action Bronson's show is just like, dude. we're going to go get manicures and eat pizza. And he's like, I'm going to go get these shakes, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, fuck, that's delicious. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it looks delicious. No, it does. And it looks like stuff you'd actually eat. Whereas I feel like critics sometimes, it's like it's like sommeliers where they're like, the, oh, this wine came show. from the brioche region yes. of France. And it's like half the time they're wrong. Even master sommeliers, half the time they're wrong. Yeah, they don't it's just all. the snobbery of it. 
But but I, I, sometimes like with certain careers, they do have to take things to a point and actually analyze it down to the fucking molecule. But you know what? You don't you don't have to shit on it to the point where nobody else will even look at it. That's my only. And you point. don't need to overcomplicate things. No, I agree with that. Keep it simple. Keep it keep it what simple. Did, what did uh, Ernest Hemingway say? Sometimes the curtains are just fucking yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. No, no, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I just I just have a huge problem, and you can tell I do, with them coming out with an agenda. And, and it's like first th- they saw a few social media comments about something. And then once they figure out where, what stand or what point they're going to take on something, then they're fucking full in. And no matter what happens, they're not changing their fucking mind. And it could be something great, and you're not going to fucking see it. You're not going to hear about it. And this is the point that really bothers me. They don't understand, like you said, there were writers that wrote that. Then they had to take that. They had to take it to a studio, take it over to Netflix. Netflix had to agree to do it. Then they had to fucking get a writer's room to actually come out. Now, writing it from a writer's point, that's nothing. You have to get – I mean it's a whole season I think it is. Uh, 10 or 12 episodes. It's a fucking writer's room. Now, all these guys' livelihoods are at stake. You know, all the writers. And then they have to write the fucking thing. Then they have to cast the fucking thing. And then they have to decide to shoot it. Location. Then cameras. They have to, well, you also have to keep in mind that suits have to okay the script. Yeah. So they can they can like bast they can they, they can fucking twist I know, and ruin but, what but you how many pilots so were killed yeah. because suits stepped in and changed the script. No, I agree about that, but it's just so easy to shit on something without taking three seconds to go. You know, there are good parts of something. I I mean, I've said before I didn't like something. You know what? I don't have to sit there and go. You know what? I didn't like how this guy did this. I didn't like this. I don't have to fucking kill every goddamn part of it. And th- that's what it seems like they do to me all the time. To the point where it's not going to get any fucking views. It's just not. And that's the sad part. And then that means the actors won't get seen. The writers won't well, be heard. Well, David Mamet, famous screenwriter, he uh, screenwrote Glenn, Glenn Gary, Gary Glenn, Glenn Ross. Ross. Fantastic fucking did, movie. Did uh, The Edge. Fantastic. The Untouchables. Yeah. And he talked about how he's a playwright as well. And first week when your play debuts, the uh. critics will fucking kill it. Fuck They'll yeah. kill it. They control your livelihood. No, it's Your true. destiny's in their hands. Yes. And if it, depending on how, what the reviews are, it's uh, the, whether people buy tickets anymore. And it's it's actually, it blows me away that it's like you, you give people such credence who have never been creators themselves. Exactly. It's the same reason why we think people who judge fights should be fighters. See, I, I, that's another whole topic too. That you know, sometimes uh, you should you should have to take a class to be a critic. You should have to take a class to be a judge. Yeah, you fuck. just automatically shouldn't be deemed upon you. Expert, yeah, yeah. I mean, right off you the bat, you can be. Uh, that's why I. Um, that's why I don't appreciate the Stephen A's of the world because it's no. you're you're an expert analyst for sure. You can look at the numbers, but you don't know that experience. No, you don't know the context of the game. And you can never really viscerally connect with that. Well, and it's it's to be honest with you, when I was a kid, there were two uh, two movie critics, Ebert and Robert. Yeah. Okay. OC on now, two thumbs up, two thumbs down. Okay. They now, were really good. They were really good, but I'll never forget a time when uh, they were on Johnny Carson. This is going back to TV show shit, guys. Uh, they were on Johnny Carson. Back when dinosaurs roamed the, the earth. And Johnny Carson and you, was still on the air. You Holy had, shit. You had Chevy Chase. 
Steve Martin and Martin Short did a movie called Three Amigos. All right, it was a, a shitty little comedy that I thought was funny and did very well in the picture. It did very well in earnings and budgets and everything else way back in the eighties, back when I actually worked in a movie theater. Um, and those two critics, Ephraim and Roper, were on Johnny Carson. And guess and uh, guess who the coming guests were? Uh, it wasn't Steve Martin or or uh, Martin Short, but Chevy Chase came out next. And they came out and they were talking about some book he had or whatever. And he goes – Johnny Carson goes, oh, do you guys know – Chevy, do you know these two? And he goes, oh, yeah. Those are the two guys that panned my movie that did really well. And they and they were like, oh, yeah, we, we gave you a shitty review on your movie. And Chevy goes, hey, guys, how did your movies do? How, do you have any screenplays in development? And the fucking place went crazy because – not only did Roper never have a movie in production, uh, Ebert actually had scripts and stuff and it never really did great either. So I just love the fact that somebody had the opportunity to sit there and throw it in a critic's face. And it's just like we're talking about, how's your fucking film career? Your movie opened this weekend. How is it doing? Some great critics will become patrons, which I do like. Will they support and foster young artists? Yeah, but you'll never hear them, of that. But – the, they don't publicize it. That's what I'm no. saying. Those are the good critics. Yeah, the ones you can get behind when they like when they like a creator. They they sponsor them and they're like, all right, well. Yeah, well, oh, oh, now we are fortunate to have social media because uh, even if people shit on something, we're getting to see more of it. And recently, we just had the same thing happen with The Rock. Now he had a movie. He just had put out Skyscraper. Yeah, it's for first weekend did abysmal domestically and people had written, written him not the number one movie no, in America didn't even it, it went up against um, Transylvania 3 and another movie and fucking lost I think it was third worst earning rating in fucking history for The Rock and the fucking critics these fuckers came out of the woodwork they went out for blood out for blood they were saying what were they saying they were saying his career's over there was uh, The Rock can do wrong. Yes, I think that was, was the big. That headline. was a, yeah, yeah, because it was first a rock can do no wrong. Now he can do. He's doing wrong, yeah. and, and they were they were making fun of him because he had his highest paycheck for this movie. He was a producer, and he he made a uh, he's planning on making a couple hundred million dollars off this film, or whatever. Some astronomical bullshit. There was some lame stuff in the lead up to that movie. Though. Oh. Like uh, when um, oh you're talking about showing it with all the all the all the yeah. people at the rehab center that was on social media. I felt like they were kind of using amputees to kind of sell the movie wholesale. When I'm like, yeah, it's amazing that he's an amputee in the movie and they're showing off that amputees can do amazing things and they're not hindered, right? Well, but at the same time, I don't think you should use those people's plight for marketing purposes. Yeah, but I mean. Uh, that's that's exactly what happened though. They were he was trying to make a pitch, be a nice guy and sell himself, and that's what he does. That's what he does. But but my the movie opened up the second week internationally, internationally, and became the number one movie in the world. In the world, just with a fifty-two million dollar box office opening in China. China in in I think one and a half days. Yeah, it was, it was the biggest. Disgusting. I think it was the biggest weekend in Asia ever for a movie release. One of those people love. Uh, they the, love the Rock. The Rock. Is they fucking love him over there, man. I mean, and apparently in like other countries, he's like really in vogue. He because he does all these just straight up hardcore action movies. Oh yeah, and people loved it. They loved Rampage, his monster movies. But it turned out that 
he got the chance to fucking and which is fucking awesome because the movie wasn't making money. Not only it make it made its budget back, doubled its production costs, and then he got to put it in everybody's faces by saying, "Oh yeah, film it's just not domestic. It's a global entity. We look at global earnings, bitches." And before you start casting expersion, uh, casting doubt, and and this movie will profit. The movie and it did. It fucking made money. He shoved it all in their ass, and they had to fucking deal with it. And that was the best part about it for me. That you would have never seen that in the eighties, but now with social media and the fact of how many viewers does he have? How many followers does he have? Ninety million. His and fucking words. A get lot out. of critics and a lot of people in general. We'll look back with uh, like rose-colored glasses on like prior artists, like Frank Sinatra for one, right? Yeah. We only remember the Rat Pack days and the pride of Sinatra, but no one remembers when his popularity started to dwindle and he started doing goofy appearances, dressing up in duck suits. Yeah, we're never gonna see that. Doing gimmicky songs. Yeah, but you're never gonna see that. And, but it's like no one people forget that so they'll look back and they'll be like oh he's not a real actor like Pacino or a real actor like De Niro and it's like those people did bad they did bad movies yeah. too yeah oh absolutely they all do bad movies when you get toward the end of your don't career don't put someone on a pedestal and I never think you should no but I, uh, but on the other side of that here we go with Rotten Tomatoes again don't cut somebody's fucking legs out from under me before they get started I mean that's my that's my whole Thing and I and I know that we're never going to get them on the thing, and I know they're very successful, and they have a whole entity, and everything now is. And I said I don't believe they're straight up fresh. malicious. Fresh. I said well, I, I, know I, don't, no, I don't. No, no, believe they're malicious. I know you don't, but I, I mean, it's it's good that you're a good person inside. <laughs> you know, I'm partially dead, so well, no, I don't it, believe them. It's just uh, you can always tell what a business wants. Money, and we can tell by theirs. Money. I just simply. I'll even take it one. The the Earth is flat. I do think there is a mastermind behind the scenes <laughs> that is saying, you know what? We're gonna spin our movie to do good. Yeah, yes, there's a shadow is, government. A shadow government. <laughs> yeah, the, the Illuminati is running. Well, now running Alex running. Jones is kicked yeah. off everything, so we got to keep it going. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the Illuminati is now running Rotten Tomatoes, and it's fresh. And we're gonna spin it around and hate Netflix on this. We're gonna spin it around, and we're gonna like Marvel on this, and we're gonna spin it around. But I just really – that's my problem with the whole thing. And How I mean, about that? We could talk about Alex Jones if you want. Because oh. This Alex was a whole other Jones thing. was just removed from Apple, Facebook, and YouTube. All of his All the same fucking And week. Infowars, his other channel, all removed. Gone. Gone like he never fucking existed on the face of the earth. And here's my problem with it. Ready? Okay. This, is, this might get a little controversial. We're going in. We're going in? We're going in. Okay. Okay. Careful. What? Parts of me are starting to pucker. Okay. Yes. Okay. So when – the only problem I have with it, right? <clears throat> yeah, clear Google, for it. Apple, Facebook, and YouTube are completely within their right – As private entities. As private entities to rid someone's content, to completely delete them off the channel. Absolutely. They're a company. It's their site. If it's, they choose not to – promote them or put Your their honor. server however 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 when you market yourself to be this free marketplace of ideas like youtube does yes broadcast yourself is their tagline and then you go to facebook and it's <sighs> we want a varying opinions and we're getting fact checkers to make sure you get the best news which which has made me cringe but we're gonna make sure that there's a complete array of perspectives that don't have to be always true yeah. Because Alex Jones 
let's None be honest. None of a shit is true. Come on. It's the National Enquirer. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the, the it's the Quinneth Palto goop, if you will. Yeah. It's the goop <laughs> of politics. It, it That's really what is. Alex Jones is. It is. It's another goop network. It's shock value. It's the WWE it for politics. It's literally what Actually, it is. their content is probably more real. More structured and, and More real. structured and real than his. Definitely. And, and that's the scary part. Vince McMahon but does do a better job. When you market yourself as these free platforms, that's when I think you're being disingenuous. Well, so that's you delete true. you delete people and you shadow ban them, but then yeah. you pretend to be these bastions of free speech and you can say whatever you want wait on our platform. Minute, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. Yes. There is no more free speech. Well, th- on social media I'm talking about. Anywhere. Well, we could we can get into that. I'm going to say there is no I free speech in the land. Legally anymore. there is free speech. Very clearly free if speech. You, uh, we can talk about right. why why there is um uh why there is starting to be less of free speech. No free speech. Well okay. so when you have corporate consolidation, right? And you have larger companies. Oh god, I could go all day on this. I already have another well, topic in my head. Go ahead. I'm saying when you have corporate, corporate consolidation, consolidation and there are a smaller number of companies to work for. Yeah, absolutely. Huge conglomerates like we have today. Here's the problem that comes about when you talk about free speech. Right. A company is well within their right to fire you for saying things outside anything, of the office. Anything. Well you within want. their right. Absolutely. Because that does not embody the values of the company. But and they can choose when to let there you are go. only a, a, a handful of companies Absolutely. in your industry. And that's where it gets fucked. And you say something that is outside the status quo and they get rid of you. You don't have a lot of options, my friend. No, you don't. You're out on the street. So they can fiscally squeeze free speech out of you. But they cannot legally detain you and prosecute you. That's exactly. what I'm saying. And that is 100% So you could correct. be a bum. On the corner of the street, yelling obscenities. Absolutely. Until the cows come home. There's a guy right down by Walgreens with a sign outside. But, but he's got freedom oh, of speech. Oh, you remember that guy? That guy's crazy. He's crazy. He's got he's tons of crazy. signs. But you know who he was? He was a successful guy with a job with an opinion at one day. Yeah. And guess what happened? And now he's... <laughs> they squeezed his dick in advice. Yeah. And took away his free speech. Because you can't... And now he went on the corner with his free because speech. Because it's the fiscal pressure because of corporate consolidation. It's a problem. Yeah. But legally, you're fine, and that's why you see yeah. who who really has free speech is uh, guys who have a fuck you money. Because when you have fuck you money, you Bam! can say fuck that you. That is fucking. I can it. I can fiscally sustain yes. myself, and that's why Joe Rogan can say controversial is things. Is God? That's why Joe Su- um, Jerry Seinfeld can say controversial things. It's God. because he can say, "Look, I shouldn't say God, but I feel it, this way. I'm awesome, and I'm willing to engage in topics that make people uncomfortable, and that would get me fired if I worked yeah. for corporations." He's got a. But especially Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, because, people have such a huge problem with him right now. But when you're linked up to a machine that you need fiscally, that you need for money, yeah. that you need to provide for your family, yeah. you're not going to say things. You're not going to say how you really Especially feel. poor guys working. I mean, that doesn't w- working stop. Working from paycheck that to paycheck, stop. which is, what, 97% of the entire It was pretty ridiculous world? last time they did the percentage. I don't think it was it's that crazy. high, I but it was pretty It's it was pretty, pretty high. high. It's pretty high. It was shockingly high the last time. It was like something like eighty-eight to nine. Yeah, but they might not be using the legal means to constrict your your free free speech. Yeah, like but it's you, but you that doesn't what? stop that doesn't stop a lot of awkward uncles and aunts from going on those Facebook rants. Yeah, though. but I'll tell you, holy what. shit, oh, yeah. Yeah. my friends, we had a oh, we had God. a group text where we were literally just sending. Uh, family members just going off. Yeah, in these expositories, and guess what? Oh man, we started fact checking. It got rough. Yeah, but I mean, I've always said 
you know what? There should be there should be uh, a, maybe a safety valve or a tap out button people can hit because they want to take back shit they say all the time. People always do. That's why Tiger Text exists. What's Are you that? familiar with this no, company? I don't know what that is. So Tiger Text is literally a company that's based on around this okay. premise. So you send you shoot your shot to a chick, and you're like, oh, you want to go out Saturday night? And then you okay. someone tells you, oh, you know she has a boyfriend, right? Oh, she's in class right now, but she'll read that later. You can get Tiger Text, and you can retract that text. And like it never existed. Like it never existed. She won't get it. Can they do that on social media and everywhere? I don't think it works on. It's literally just texting. Oh, okay. So if I send you a text, I can be like, "Yep," and yeah, pull for forty nine ninety five. Yeah, they can yeah. come back and they can take that shit like and it never happened. Why it didn't blow up is I think it's a monthly and it was pretty uh, expensive. So it's like, oh man, really? I'm gonna the one dick pic I regret. I'm gonna pay forty dollars a month or twenty dollars a month. Wow. It's like I'll just let her have it. <laughs> I hope she didn't screenshot it and own it forever. But that's why I feel like um, more and more, though, Joe Rogan is helping people who normally wouldn't say things yeah. say things in the proper way. Yes. So you can still have – here's the thing. Here's correct. why Alex Jones was kicked off. It's because not only did he have controversial <sighs> opinions, it's because he presented them in a volatile manner constantly. Enough. Yeah, but he was goop. I'm just not – He's not exactly what I would That's be fighting for is free speech. Yeah. My thing is, is I don't think people are understanding the fact that with freedom of speech, sure, you're not going to be hauled in for what you say into court and arrested and put in chains. But I'll Which happens you, in other countries. Other countries. But the scary part is you uh, – people, especially me and other people are so – we live from week to week, paycheck to paycheck, and we don't have a lot of money. You are on such bearing, un, unbelievable, bear, bearing pressure to watch what you say every minute of every second of every day of your life in fear of you losing that one little job. And it's not little. Your career is your career. It's huge that you have to be so careful what you say in every way, in every facet. Well, you know me. I'm crazy. I'm one of the crazy people who's uh, willing to have controversial opinions. Yeah, but you still have to be careful in this day and age because there they people can. It's just I like, think if you if you it's just like you're saying, you know, it depends uh, on delivery. No, it's not even that. It's not even delivery. They're gonna dig up something from decades ago and they can fuck you with it. Oh, James Gunn, we could. And that's exactly where I was. And going. I've come around on that a, a oh, recently. Really? Recently, you, you were like, "Why isn't anybody else backing him right now?" Because I'll see. I I was seeing the crazy stuff that some people were tweeting and getting away with, and I'm like, "Well, come on, man. James Gunn looks like um, a poster looks, boy. Looks like Diet Coke compared yeah, to these guys' absolutely, tweets. Absolutely, and they're not and, and, banned, and they're not and getting I'm their not job taken away. Using what he said in any way, but but taken in constant. But a bad a joke from t literally eight to ten years, years ago, ago can ruin posted the from a stand-up routine. Yeah. He's stating it's a bad joke in his tweet. Yeah. This is a bad joke from a bad stand-up routine I did six to eight years ago, and they took it 
and they got him fired over. And you were just talking about how everything's been consolidated. Well, guess what, folks? Disney is the biggest fucking beast on the planet right now. That's there a company we talked about that few. before. That's a company we would not want mad. No, because if you're you're banned from them, good luck getting a job anywhere on the face of the earth that has to do anything with entertainment anywhere. Because if they decide not to fucking use you, you've been banned from just about everything. And that's the scary part from TV to animation to film to they writing ESPN, to publishing. That's what I'm talking about. Everything. The people don't understand it. They literally own everything. Marvel, Disney, ESPN, Star ABC. Wars. You know, it's just crazy. They are part of Hulu. They own Touchstone Pictures. I can just go fucking on. And there's shit that I don't even know they fucking own. And you just never will get a job again. And I was pissed off because... They turn around, fired James Gunn off of a six-year-old comment, uh, taken out of context. Uh, again, a, a terrible fucking joke. And there's people he are, is personally responsible for making their fucking career possible. And they have not gone to bat for him. The only guy that's gone to bat to him from to date, and it was just posted again this weekend, well, is did Dave you see Batista. All of the co-stars signed a letter. Not all of them. Yeah, they did. When? Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel. Uh, well, that's news to me because they I... Are, the, Dave Batista posted it to his oh, okay. Instagram. That's new because I have not seen it. It was a letter about... What, what, day, what day did this happen? Go ahead and tell me because I'm really interested in this. I think it was like a week ago. No, it's not that long I'm ago. I'm telling you. Uh, I'll have to look we again. Could, I hope it is. You, oh, shit. Oh, are, yeah. We're, are we off the air? Awesome no, we're job, good, we're good. That's awesome. But I hope <laughs> let me, so. Let me pull up this. Well, well, let me finish saying this because Dave Patisa was the only one who came out and said, I stand by him. If they don't hire him back, you're going to have to fire me and let me go. I won't do another uh, Guardians July of the Galaxy. 30th, so over a week ago. Okay, great. Because you know what? Chris That's Pratt, Zoe Zo Finally Zobana. goes to bat. Bradley Good. Cooper, Good. Sean Gunn, Good. his brother, um, Palm Kalemf. I don't know, but no clue who that All is. The, uh, Good. Yeah. Good. Michael Rooker, too. Well, Michael Rooker actually told – he pulled himself from Twitter and told everybody to go F themselves. This That dude's incredibly psycho. He's awesome. He's awesome. He is. I heard some interviews with him, and he he's not afraid to say what oh, he Oh, no. Thinks. He went right the fucking for everybody's throat. Good for him. Another one – enough fuck you money to tell everybody to go fuck themselves. Yeah, I don't think – I think that to be funny sometimes you have to risk offending people. Y yeah, but here's the point. Uh, it, uh, I think Jerry Seinfeld say, said it best when he was doing in Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee when he told what – the guy with the beard from, from Hangover. Um, Zach Galifianakis. He told him right up front, you know what's great about you? When you come through the door and you say something, we know automatically because – of who you are. And the Tony uses, it's a joke. It's a joke. I don't have to explain to everybody, I'm a, I'm a comedian making a joke. Yeah. Where like sometimes on the podcast, we have to literally, after a bit or we talking about something, go, pause. It's a joke. It's a joke. We're joking. Oh, not serious. Not it does serious. not represent our views. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's so crazy it's that we have to take the time to cover to our asses that. like that. And we've said from the beginning, it's posted on our fucking sites. An entertainment service. It's a, it's a podcast, late. bro. It's a podcast. We are not taking it seriously. This is a joke. If we offend you, we're sorry. But you know what? We're trying to be fucking funny. Bro, do you think this is fucking? 
fucking. This is not the news. I was gonna say, is this MSNBC, my dudes? It's not. It's not Fox. We're not fucking here to uh, to give you the fucking news. We're giving you a slanted, fucking funny thing, and take it for what it is. But I I, like this though. This has been one more, one of the more serious episodes where we. It is, but I think Jerry Seinfeld nailed it when he said that because you're right, comedians have to fucking watch what they're doing but if they don't push the edge and you know i'm not going to go on my howard stern thing but he was one of the people that said that you know why you can't fucking make fun of me jerry seinfeld nailed it yeah i make fun of everything almost as hard as john travolta nailed that masseuse yes multiple times he really gave it to him that's unfortunate and again (laughs) rumored and we're joking but (laughs) Uh, that definitely happened we're rumored and it's joking dude how cringy is that could you imagine you're a masseuse Let's just put. I'm gonna put you in the your yeah, series. but every you don't have to. John Travolta comes in. This is your hero. Yeah, you but love we've done broken, it. You love Broken Arrow. Look at Friends. You love Pulp Fiction. Loved it. And he grabs your cock. <laughs> yeah, what's her name? Remember, remember from Friends. That's different. When when she, Phoebe was given the massage yeah. to what's her name's. Uh, um, Paulo, Rachel's yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, Rachel's boyfriend. Not it was yes, it was Rachel. The guy only spoke Italian. Paulo, yeah, yeah. Paulo, good job. Pulled it right out of nowhere. Awesome. I know. Genius with a big dick. I know. You tell everybody every day. It's going to be on our first T-shirt. memory here. And then, uh, but you know what? It's exactly like that. A cringy episode, and that's exactly what we're talking about. But uh, I think Jerry Seinfeld. Nailed it, and, and and your sister calls calls me out constantly, going, "Well, he's old; it's a generational thing." But you know what? I think I agree with her to some point, but I think it's more of you're talking about a guy with a billion dollars. Fuck you. Yeah, he'll say what the fuck he wants, and I love that show. And I'm sorry to basically get down on all fours and love that show, but I do because you know what? If he doesn't get along with Holy somebody, shit. if he doesn't get along with somebody, you gotta watch these episodes. Dude. If he's uncomfortable with people. I'm gonna tell you what I told John Javolta. <laughs> you gotta get that cock out of your mouth. I tell you, man. You gotta get it out of your mouth. You have got to watch these episodes Jesus. because when he has a problem and he doesn't get along with Ellen, he, it's you can fucking feel it. You can fuck. It's palpable, baby. He's not afraid to be uncomfortable. No, he just fucking says it. He goes, "What the fuck were you it's thinking?" It's the Kesha thing. And but you know what? It's like I love it. It's when he. Re- it's like when he refused to hug Kesha. Oh yeah. It's oh just, yeah. No, no, he he was, just decides I'm to be okay. uncomfortable. Where he's like, "Yeah, oh, no, no, thanks, no thanks." <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Who does that? That's the, like the greatest. He just goes, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know need that. To. But here's the great part about a whole Ellen episode. Ellen's got so much fucking money now. She gives the fucking shit right back to Jerry in his goddamn face. Oh, Ellen's a straight up gangster. Oh, fuck! Does she come back at him and like nobody in that show? Your voice reached unprecedented. I, because I'm. Yeah. Because I'm squealing right now like a fucking pig. Because she comes right back at him for the shit he says. And it's fucking awesome. Making Cameron uncomfortable with that. You guys, if you have not watched that show, I cannot tell you how many times I fucking love it. I just do. I fucking I, I go on and on. What, I could all day. What else you got? Well, uh, going back to the Batista thing, uh, James Gunn has now, they've agreed to use his movie script. And now they're in negotiations to trying to get him back onto direct. So his script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will be used. That's the last thing I heard as of today, whenever we post this, within a day or two. 
they are going to use a script. And that was the biggest thing that I took from that whole thing is uh, maybe they're starting to soften their position to see that maybe they maybe it was a little bit of a they knee probably jerk thing. Just did, they probably just pulled a Hardwick or a Brian Williams where they get him out of there. Too quick? No, but they bring him back eventually. Yeah. So they're like, oh, he's gone. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, and then they wait until again. the mob disperses and they're like, he's back. He's back. Well, they we, whisper it. Well, it's not even that, man. How do you whisper shit on social media? You really can't. Yeah, Either you can. it's okay. Just don't put out press releases. Don't publicize they it. They did. They did it with Chris Hardwick. Hardwick, it, it was barely known. Barely known? Much less than his scandal. Well, a scandal made front page news because everybody in the earth – it was like they dropped an atom bomb over him and he was irradiated to fucking death. A fucking nerdist. A company he fucking founded. He fucking founded them. S- said we are now scrubbing every image, every verbal contact, anything we've ever done that has to do with Chris Hardwick. We no longer well, affiliate with Well, here's the thing. I don't always think that's a bad thing. I feel like people now – Especially love to say like me too is just like they're just hurling accusations. But if what I will I not think, say that. I think, I think it was warranted. I think Nerdist, there were some evil fucking people Nerdist, out there Nerdist doing some evil fucking shit. But people talk shit about Nerdist, and I'm like, well, if the story was true, he deserved it. Then yeah, then he totally deserves yeah, to get scrubbed. Don't you think it should company. take? They should take at least twenty four hours, maybe forty eight, to look into it for a fucking millisecond before fucking irradiating something off the face of the earth, never to be fucking seen again. You blow something off the face of the earth, leaving it irradiated. Well, the f- you don't irradiate no, no, no. something See, eradicated. This. No, irradiated. You want to know why? Hello. You don't want to know why? Because it's still there, but you're never gonna go fucking near it again. Oh, you make him toxic. Oh, okay. exactly. Are we getting me now? But you said. Blood. Do you want some caffeine, you, bitch? You said you knock him off the face of the earth. You irradiate him and knock him off the face of the earth, and well, I was like, Whoa. we're gonna pick every fucking word now. It's time folks. to get into semantics, baby. Uh, semantics. I'm gumming up the yeah. words of the machine. We're just gonna look at every little fucking syllable now. Cameron, life fighting for your liberty. Yeah, Li- there is no liberty anymore. There's no freedom of speech i told you you're being well, you're we being, already got into that what's next what do you mean what's next what's next what's next what's next did we finally found out <laughs> we finally found out that dc their streaming service has now gone public oh dude it's gonna be 79 dollars a year there's some problematic things coming out of there. Why? Dude, Titans looks rough. Oh, fuck you, Batman. That was the biggest thing <laughs> Titans that looks off the face of the earth. rough. And Raven looks rough. Starfire looks like she's they're gonna, they're gonna come out the human they highlighter. She's the human glow stick. It's very confusing. Well, th- th- you know, DC had to make a splash on something. They had to take a shot at their biggest character, Batman, and promote their new service and their new streaming service. Everything DC will now be on their service. Uh, right now, some stuff is going to remain on Netflix and some is going to remain on Hulu till the contracts run out. And they're going to pull that shit back like a miser calling back every golden coin that's out. And then they're going to put it on their streaming well, service for $79 a year or I think it's roughly $8 a month. I know I'm going to say it again. Yeah, And I'm not sure – people may be sick of it. If you have good source material, copy-paste. Copy-paste, do it straight from the comics. Oh, well, yeah. Make those TV shows. They've heard us. Everybody's heard us. these Titans, dude – um, I literally I watched the trailer and I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" I know, I know. Well, they're trying to trying to do what something. Did I just I can't watch? fault them for doing something edgy and new. But the only problem I have with it is it's not even edgy. It's like well, they're trying it's to make CW edgy. We, it's like whoa, fake edgy. you like no, Riverdale? I, I like the Flash. I like CW, but 
like if we're acting like they're actually edgy, it's like it's like if the CW tried to make an edgy show. Well, you know why? It's cringy. Okay. Because she's not actually goth. Yeah, but do you know she's like fake goth? Yeah, but do you know why it's kind of CW ish? Why? Greg Berlanti yeah, is producing it. My thing it is, pays man, a dude three hundred million dollars. It's and it's, if you don't know who Greg Berlanti is, Berant, Berlant, Berlanti, Berlanti, Berlanti. Thank you very oh. much for playing that. Oh. Uh, he is the mastermind between, behind the CW network, and they've chosen to pay him three hundred million dollars to fucking run everything now. But my thing is, CW's always been kind of a it's a soap opera. Absolutely. So when you add in edgy, edgy it doesn't work in soap operas. It yeah, works in bitey really content. There's no bitey content in that Titan trailer I watched. Now it's yeah, just but I like don't watch. I don't watch the Flash for bitey content. Exactly. I'm, I'm a fan, and I want to see the of soap the characters, opera. and you yeah. want to see them interact. I want to see Irish and Barry, Barry Bang. That's all I care about. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, I'm being honest. I, I mean, I want to see him get together. I want to see the show. I want to see Barry beat well, people. Well, that was the appeal of Smallville, right? Clark sure. Kent just trying to get with Lana for the like... The entire freaking season. The long form. The oh, long yeah. con. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. If I pitch that in a meeting, so... Here's the. I have an idea about a seven, show about Superman. What were they, Finally, a good seasons? Superman show idea. Yeah. So he doesn't ever wear the suit. No, never wears the suit. And he just tries to fuck this one Asian chick for about eight years. <laughs> and the last season's gonna suck, but and the seventh what? season will be good. And guess what? He does. His best friend starts fucking her, and then he gets with her after that. Oh, after she gets pregnant and then loses the baby. Spoilers. Dude, I'm just saying. It's the greatest it's, Superman show that's ever been made. Except for the last season. The CW is interesting. I just don't like what I'm seeing from Titans. DC. you got to give it a chance, man. Give it a chance. Give I'll it give a chance. it a chance. I'll give it a chance. But I'll give it a chance in the way that I'll get that free trial. I'm not paying. To no. Well, I, I, I would advise everybody to do the free trial. You know, maybe buy a month or two. Sorry to bore you, and, and a few, uh, I get a few months. Catch a few episodes. Wow, that fucking hurt to my goddamn core. I can't even keep the fucker awake. Uh, I, I don't blame him for doing that. You got to try something new. You just can't keep rehashing old shit. And if they're not going to go off the contents in the comic books, please don't remake something I've seen fucking before eighteen goddamn fucking times because I don't want to see it anymore. Okay. But you know who else it just announced a brand new show? Yeah. What? CBS streaming service has announced. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, no. Another no. Star Trek series is coming to the network. Uh, if you have not seen a new Star Trek Picard Discovery, is coming back, even Picard. though he's fucking ancient. He is so ancient that so, he, he won't even know he's on the show again. My question is how much are they paying the guy, all the no, fucking monies. The guy who's going to keep the fossil from falling over and shattering. Well, the I, you know, the Walker, they can wipe that out now with CGI. Who's gonna be his fluffer, dude? Because I love Patrick Stewart. I do too. But he is all of like eighty-eight. Yeah. He, how old is he's he? An I'll look it up. You go ahead and dude. talk for a minute. Let me find out. How because old he Patrick was Stewart. middle-aged when the oh. when the next generation came out, my man. Yeah, he was seventy-seven. Like something. he was an elderly back then. Now. It's like, oh god. Yeah, but especially I'm, in Logan, maybe it's because they tried to make him look rough in Logan. But oh, he did. 
Yeah, he, uh, he's definitely. Wow, really? Another fucking yawn? You Dude, it's cock? contagious. He's getting. I'm not yawning. You're yawning, he's you getting, bastard. He's getting on in years. And these... Oh, he was born in 1940. Wow. So 78. 78 years old. So 78. Dude. Yeah. No more Star shit. Trek I shows. I said 77. Please. Pretty close. Huh? No more Star Trek shows, please. Fuck you. No more. More Star Trek, please. More horror, please. More superhero, please. Like the please. dogma, I said, Den. You're so loyal to the brand. I am. Dude, take I'll off take your it. pants. I bet you got Star Trek undies on. Well, everybody. it's funny you said that because you know what? I Ride the fucking, Enterprise. The Enterprise I will is just right. Watch that shit for fucking ever. And if you have not seen Star Trek Discovery Season 1, go watch it now. No, but it's really good, and I look forward to seeing Picard in a new series. It's not only going to be about him. It's going to be about a young Sean Luke going up through the time. Probably it's going to have him in some throwback scenes. When you're going to have an old guy sitting in a chair fading back in his memory, it's fucking perfect. It really is. They brought back one of the original creators, one of the other guys who's done the shows, uh, a great screenwriter, a good showrunner. So I, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fucking work. And look at me. I am a fucking Trekkie through and through, and... I'm going to fucking watch. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch again and again and again. They're already making season, uh, the second season. Pike is going to be in it. Uh, they're bringing back. No, thank you. Oh, it's fucking great. Dude, I'm going to tell you this right now. I can't no, wait. thank you. Oh, man, it's going to be fucking awesome. So, I I mean, aren't you – there's no shows that you would love to see come back and do another episode of? I mean, you're even talking – Star talk, Trek shows. Any shows. Any shows. If you could pick one thing off the top of your head and come back and do another fucking season of something, what would you do? Seriously. Another season. Another season. Come on. Give me anything. You probably some... Breaking Bad or something wow, like that. Wow, great poll. I still one. believe Walter White's not like they, dead on the floor. They went, on, they went out on top. They went out on top. Yeah, they did. That's a tough show to say. Wow. I'd love to see another season. I would Sopranos. love to see another R.I.P. James Gandolfini, but if we had reanimation won- powers. Yeah, but he went – there was a couple of dead seasons in there. You know what I mean? When he was in a coma yeah. and when he got shot by uh, by his his uh, uncle. Uh, not, but – Not great, not great, uh, not great. But there are shows like that where I'd be happy. I'd be interested to see what they're doing there. But like – The Shield. The Shield would be good. With Vic Mackey. Dude, Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis in that show is not a good guy. He's not a good guy, but he's a great character. He's a Holy flawed hero, shit. and he manages Pretty stress flawed. like anybody. And you know what's dropping the end of this month? What? We'll give everybody a chance right now. Ozark Season 2, the 30th, I think the 31st or the 30th of this month in August. Jason Bateman show, if you've not seen it on Netflix. That was one of the first reviews we did, the wow. first season. Not one Emmy nomination, nothing for that show. And it's utterly fantastic. And uh, season two is dropping soon. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's, it's good. fucking awesome. It's a very good show. It's great. Not good. It's fantastic. It is. Like and, I said, and you're doing a disservice me, to yourself. I love dramas. Don't get me wrong. But more and more. What? An hour and five minute episode for me sometimes is just like, fuck. Oh, yeah. What, I have to what block is it? What off is it? time. What is, it? what is it? Get involved, way too involved into your balance. Yeah, my. Gotta make sure. No, man, because I sit down to watch TV and it's stays. like, okay. Oh, yeah, I know. Or try binge watching a show. Try watching two hour long episodes back to back. It's like, fucking, I gotta tie one off, dude. We're gonna be here a while. Why? The can is too far away? What do you want, a urinal at bedside? Give me a break. No, man. It's, 
It just is. Oh, here we go it again with a fucking yawn. <laughs> it's so long. Well, here's the scary part. I always heard. I always heard something that we did on vacation, which I love. We just came back from vacation. It's the reason Cameron's trying to get back into podcast mode, but he's having a problem. Dude, but I'm I'll amazing. do the caffeine for both of us. Oh, I'm amazing. But podcast you know, mode. we checked back in uh, that we that we found and we checked out. Uh, 4DX. Kevin Smith had always talked about on his podcast. They had him in L.A., Chicago, and in New York. 4DX is a theater where you actually sit in seat sections of four, and you actually feel everything that goes on on the screen. There's wind fans. Uh, uh, miss. Miss. There's, there's the seats rock. They vibrate under you. They'll move up and down, sideways, left and right. Uh, there's, there's snow in the theater. There's smells. There's uh, guns. If there's a gun on the screen and a bullet goes by the actor's head, you actually feel pass you and you. And it's just utterly fantastic. Now, we watched uh, Mission Impossible, uh, the brand new one, and it was freaking awesome. Fallout. Yeah. Fallout was unbelievable. Henry Cavill. It was – God, it was such a good It was a really movie. amazing experience. It was fantastic. Two hours of an enjoyable fucking movie on a goddamn ride. And if you have not tried this yet, folks, you have got to experience this. It was what, what was it, about $26 a ticket? A little pricey, but not that much if you're thinking you've, it was our, it was in 3D, it was IMAX and 4DX. Uh, and you're going to pay 18 bucks for an IMAX. It, it is. It's like going to f- see a show. But it was fantastic. I cannot tell you how much I loved it. And it was that, super immersive. I was <sighs> shocked at how, like, just the atmosphere it creates in the theater. It does. There was no one on their phones. No, no one was talking. that's true. Everyone was Nobody. locked in, white-knuckling you know the seats like, holy shit. That's a great point. You know what? Usually you'll get that. And someone answered the or phone. Or you see like the white screen. Someone's texting. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. Nobody. I'll tell you what. Just for that aspect, you were immersed in. You're right. Not one person was on their goddamn phone. People didn't talk. Nobody talked. During that that movie, because everybody was like into it, they were they were fucking mesmerized by what was on the screen because it kept interacting with you. And the scary part is, right now, you know what's playing in 4DX? What? The Meg. The Meg. The Meg is in 4DX. Holy God! I got sudden fucking wood when I saw that. I would just love to go to that fucking thing and watch the constant ocean. Could you imagine that? Well, I know you love. You love monster movies. Oh my god, I love Rampage. It was fucking awesome. I watched that goddamn movie like four times. I loved it so I was the only one amongst my friends, though, who thought the Meg would be good. I was like, I'm super excited for the Meg. I would love to go see that. And everyone else was like, that looks terrible. And I'm like, come come on. on. That's what I said. Take it for what it is. It's it's a monster movie. It's a giant shark movie. You think it's supposed to be dead serious? No, it's. Come on. I mean, look who the cast is It's it's Jason Statham. Yeah. The most overly serious man what, in the world. What's his name? The rocker from The Rocker. Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Come on. He, and he's your freaking, uh, your botanist or whatever it is. That's the guy that does the, he's your marine biologist. Yeah. But who gives botanist a shit? Is botanist plants. plants. Totally off the fucking scape. But yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's just unbelievable. But um, if you have not experienced 4DX, oh my fucking God, you have got to try it. It was great on vacation. I can't recommend that enough to anybody. I thought it was totally worth it. And I will definitely be taking a ride down. And you know what else I loved that we tried? What? 
and I, and we did it one time here before we went away. And the other thing, I loved that new app that goes on your phone called oh, Adam. Adam. Oh my fucking god! I feel like the president of the United States. I walk in, pick my seat up, everything's paid. I don't wait in a line. I just slide my phone underneath the fucking viewing window. I go right in. And here's the great part: you can actually pay for your fucking food. At the fucking refreshment stand before you go into, and they you have pay on the app, and then you show the up. They scan it. They immediately prepare it for you. There's and just a hand separate it to line. That not only there's there no line to buy your ticket. You walk in, you reserve your seat. I don't have to hurry because I know what fucking seat I'm sitting in. I don't have to wait in a line to buy my fucking ticket. Guess what? There's a separate line for your freaking refreshments. Holy shit. It's like I own a theater. You feel like the president. I do. I felt like I was the president of fucking you, United you gotta, States. You got to take in those moments. Oh, it was awesome. It really was. I got such a j- freaking rush out of that. I woke up and put it in yeah. the refreshment stand. I want my popcorn I and love- my soda. And they fuck... All those fucking people were waiting in line after waiting in line. I like any moment where I feel power. Where I'm like, holy shit. I felt like I own the theater. I felt like, hey, Matt's here. He walks straight, straight the fuck in. He walks right over. He got his 3D glasses. Hey, 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 I'm over here. And then he gave me my fucking refreshments. And walked right in. I'm so easily fucking amused. Holy shit. It was fucking great. I love that app. So the two things that everybody has. reminded me of the Key and Peele sketch where he's eating the continental breakfast at the hotel. It was fucking And he's acting like it's fucking fine dining. Oh, Oh, I yes. fucking love it, Yes, it's so fucking. But it was great. I thought that was like the coolest I thing. I thought it was very interesting. I did too. It's I definitely going to streamline the process so I don't have to stand behind fucking 30 people <sighs> picking out tickets. I love the age we fucking live in. When you can do shit like that. and Jump people, in the line, baby. People aren't fucking doing it. You just wonder. And I was telling everybody at work. I'm like, you got to check out this app. And I was like, you cannot believe this shit. It was just fucking awesome. And that's the other thing I liked on vacation. What movies did we see? So Mission Impossible. Unfriended. Unfriended. Uh, a little Dark s- Web. Dark Web. A little slow in the beginning. But I thought it was a good movie. It was good. I was liked good. it. And then we also saw... Um, Equalizer 2. Equalizer 2. I liked it. Mm. You didn't like the backstory too much. They gave us a little bit of more story. A lot story. of dialogue. Yeah, not a was, very high body count. No, not like the first one. It, it was not nearly the body count, but I still liked it. I thought it was still badass. I thought it was cool. It was a. It was middle but, of the road for me. But Neither what, here nor there. Yeah, but what you have to remember is this is the first sequel Denzel Washington has ever done in his entire career, which is mind boggling the guy's been acting for like 30 and years he's been in so many great movies unbelievable and he's never done a sequel but i'll tell you what i bet you that's why i was thinking about this why they only they only agreed to do this because it was a more meaty acting role than just action driven and it was very culturally relevant yes oh there were a lot of some great scenes some great stuff great interactions with other characters kind of remind me like some of the hardcore scenes from fences yes his movie fences oh yeah he got a definite mess there's a definite message in this there was a definite message the whole time in this movie about uh, his relationship, his relationship with other people, his relationship with friends. That I'm telling you, that's why I think he agreed to do this sequel. And, and simply because it was a much meatier role than him just fucking killing a bunch of dudes in, in a fucking Home Depot. But I thought it was 
definitely not as strong as the first. Well, that's your opinion. I thought it was still fucking. I know fantastic. you, you and Mason. Oh, Mason, completely. I, I, where the fuck is Mason when I need him? Because right you now both he said be, that was super it was dope. So and it was so fucking. It was Denzel. It man. still had some really dope moments for sure. And Cowboy Cerrone was in it, and they gave him a French accent. It was funny as shit. He's a fighter from the UFC, but we all got a kick out of that. Mason was like, "That's Cerrone," and there was another fighter in fighter in it too. But it was just so fucking good. I really like that. So we saw Mission Possible Fallout equalize. To I'm afraid did we see Satan in another movie? No, I think, I think that was it. Those are the three we saw before we went on vacation, though. Like that Friday before, I did see Jurassic World finally. Fucking love dinosaurs. Anything with a fucking dinosaur. Look at me. Look, look, look. Fucking watch it. it I'm great. baffled by the fact that all these dinosaur movies, six movies, make a billion dollars. Six movies, every motherfucker. Time, man. Six movies. This now. one made like something crazy, like nine hundred million. Yeah, it's a billion dollar. And and then then after like, it comes out, and it hasn't even hit Blu-ray yet. And I'm just all the like, other shit, it was nine hundred oh, million. Really? Oh like, yeah. It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it was fantastic. Am, it was really good. Confused. Confused. My man why? As to how dinosaurs continue to make this much. It money. was great CGI. It is CGI dinosaurs. It was, my man. but it was great CGI. It was like Thanos CGI. Come on, it really and he even gave Bryce Thanos. I thought was more impressive. That was great CGI too. But Cable yeah. also from Deadpool two. He was a CGI. He was real. His arm was all CGI. Yeah, but they do the same thing with and the um, Juggernaut from Deadpool two. He was total CGI. That was impressive. That was very impressive. But you know what? It was it was not as impressive as Thanos or the dinosaurs. It was good, but not great. There were some cool parts. Foxes are cheap motherfuckers. Jurassic World was cool. I just I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. Bryce Howard actually had shoes. Bryce Dallas run. Howard, yeah. Yeah, Bryce Bryce Howard. Yeah. That's who the fuck she is, right? I got that right. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, okay, we'll put all three names and that makes her so much more appealing. But anyway. That's what she goes by, baby. Does she really? Yeah. Well, she's, okay. <laughs> she's say. one of those. I'm going to say it. But anyway, I thought that was – I loved all those movies. I could sit there, give me a fucking tub Even of popcorn. Even when you were shitting on Chris Pratt. I. What do you mean? Which part? Oh, for because not – Over the James Gunn oh, thing. Oh, I shit Even, all over And you still love the movie. Give me a quote. And, and, uh, okay, a freaking so. a freaking quote that is just anywho, obligatory bullshit. Anywho. Anywho. You still like the movie. I still like the movie. I, I still thought it was fucking great. I, I There's not one part I didn't like in it. It was two hours of fucking sheer enjoyment. I'd, and you know what? I hope they're talking about doing another one now with those two. It'll be the third in their trilogy. And they're talking about bringing back uh, Sam. I can't remember his name. The doctor from the first one. Him and Laura Dern are both come. They're trying to get him to come back for this one to tie like all six movies together. Well, they got Goldblum. Goldblum. Goldblum made a cameo. He made a cameo. He's pulled it all together. That's why I think they want to get Sam. I can't remember his name right now. I'm gonna have to look it up. They're they're talking about bringing him back and Laura Dern because those were the two from the original first one, and then uh, I think the second and I want to say the fourth. Yeah, the second and the fourth. But it, I thought it was fantastic. I, I really like anything that has to do with fucking monster movies, you know. And then um, what else did we – oh, and I did – I got it. I finally watched Infinity Wars again. Yes. I took a huge craving pile of, of poo on it simply because it did not have enough Captain America for me the first time I saw it. And what the what, – I said the Hulk gets beat up. Spoilers. 
Give me yeah. a fucking break. And it put me in – when Hulk got his ass kicked in the first five minutes of the movie, I sat there like a little bitch with my thumb in my mouth sucking it going, hey. I loved it. I really had a problem with it. And then I didn't see Captain America to almost the end. You know what I mean? And I was not happy about that. But it, you know what? After watching it again, you were right. You called it. It's not an Avenger movie. It's a Thanos movie. That's right. It's all. It's they finally took the time to develop a villain in a Marvel movie, not just create the name of a villain and his look, and then have him be defeated at the end of the movie. They actually created a character and developed him over the course of a movie. Right. A real villain. A real villain. And and, and, and unlike. Any other villain in any other universe. In all the other Marvel movies, they had flat villains. Yeah, they Think about it. This guy wants world domination. His name is Blank and he looks like this. Yeah, and And then it's hero development for the it's it works. And yeah, but then they also the villains always try to become good. But I love I love that Thanos was just the the CGI, the acting. I thought he did I fantastic. felt Josh Brolin's emotions through CGI, which yeah. is just so bizarre. Well, they spent all the money on that scene. That is probably the, the single best CGI character I since always, Lord of the that, Rings. We said, I remember sitting in the theater wow. when they first showed no, Thanos. No, that's true. And I was like, they're doing Thanos? The, either the CGI is going to be really good or it's going to be absolute shit. Shit. And they paid all the because money. Because it's a giant purple dude. I it's seen... hard to not make it look ridiculous. Yeah, but he did. He had depth. He, I mean, you, you, there was no difference between the actual character on the screen and normal CGI. I mean, Lord of the Rings, you could definitely tell which was CGI and which was was not. So that was shit. And then, mm-hmm. and, and at the time we thought it was great, but by the third one we were like shit and then you watch Thanos and you just know that that fucking was unbelievable it really was and it, and the actor's name was Sam Neill they want Sam Neill and Laura Dern to come back for the third drastic in the trilogy because it's making all the money and they're going to try to do another one well I'm glad you saw it again and formed a second opinion on it yeah I, li- I liked Infinity Wars this time after watching it a second time I sometimes have to watch a movie because I'm too tired yeah. I, work, I work nights a lot. So if I see a movie or if I have a, a special place in my heart for a character or something and I don't get enough of them. And and I don't know if everybody knows this. My three favorite superhero characters are probably The Flash and Captain America and The Hulk. They're like – they're it for me. And basically they've never given me a Flash movie. So I'm kind of always salty about that. Like the first three – you've heard me the first three seasons of CW. Captain America, I really didn't – care about him until the Russo brothers gave me the first Avenger, then they gave me the Winter Soldier, and then they gave me Civil War, which there's never going to be another Captain America. And then the Hulk, even your sister said that Mark Ruffalo is the best Hulk. And I wasn't on that boat in the beginning, but... Neither was I, but then I came around. Dude, 100%. And liked him more than Edward Norton. I liked him more than Edward Norton and Chris and And, um... Eric Banner. Eric Banner, yeah. Not tough to top that, though. Yeah. That Eric Banner movie was real. You know, watch it again. It's not as horrible as you think it is. I probably would watch it again and think it's not as bad. It's Plus, not. Liv Tyler's hot, so that also factors yeah, in. Yeah, she also. But that's Edward oh, Norton. Oh, you're Thank right. Thank you for playing. God it's damn Jennifer, it. It's Jennifer Conley. No! Yeah. Nice try. Fuck. Yep. Jennifer Conley's hot, too. So yeah. It's okay. Nice story save. checks out. It does. It works. The only sad part about Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is that, like, they did that Black Widow storyline. Yeah, that don't work for me. Everybody knows in the world who's who's banging the Black Widow. What? Who's banging her? 
Captain America. Captain That's right, bitch. You had to go there because you know I know the answer to that. Well, guys, let us know in the comments down below what topic you thought Come we talked in. about today that caught your fancy the most. That's a fucking spectrum. If we have a controversial opinion, Sorry. address it in the comments. Talk to us about it. Tell us where we're wrong. Wow. Because I saw on the watch party, someone was telling me where I was wrong. And yeah, I appreciate it. I always appreciate it. Yeah, he deals with criticism well. One love, spirit of Jamaica. Uh, (laughs) 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 But um, I I really enjoyed this. Hey, I think it's good to be back. We're We're back. Getting back into the swing of things. That's right. Going to get back to pumping out shows for you guys. Uh, Time to roll us out, though. It's been a great show. Really excited for Picard, though? I am. I'm fucking stoked. Dear God. I can't wait. So ridiculous. Star Trek! Star Trek! Star Trek! We'll we'll talk to you later, guys. I'm sorry, man. I can't. You you (laughs) picked the wrong topic. You got me on the flash of Star Trek. See you. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.